Warning, this podcast may be disturbing to some listeners. Due to the graphic nature, listener discretion is advised. Welcome from wherever you are. This is The Demon Inside with your host, John Venom. If you want to review a different episode of The Demon Inside, you can find them on Spotify or Anchor. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. A new episode will come out every Monday. And now, to our show. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. And welcome back to the Demon Inside. Hello, my Demon Insiders, and welcome back to the Demon Inside. I'm your host, John Venom. And today we are going to be doing two stories. First episode is going to be Lisa and Luna. Lisa and Luna is a 31-year-old who lives in Arizona. And... Lisa was possessed, and she knows she was possessed. She says she was possessed. But it's not so much the possession, it's what she did that strikes me really profoundly. She stole a police car while she was naked. We've heard these naked stories before, but only with guys. And so I thought, why don't we try doing the naked woman? So our first story, like I said, is Lisa Luna. Take a listen to this. First, it's wild, it's weird, and we start with where it ended. A Maricopa County Sheriff's pickup crashed in the middle of I-10 near Eloy, shutting down the freeway. Behind the wheel, not a deputy, a naked woman. That highway now back open, even as investigators try to figure out how all of this started some 70 miles away in Gila Bend. ABC 15's Melissa Blasius there now. Melissa, you just talked to eyewitnesses. I can't even imagine what they had to say. Well, they said it was crazy. It was about 8.45 this morning when the woman came walking onto this Shell gas station parking lot completely naked, they say. They say that a trucker who was here was actually the one who called 911. The deputy arrived just about two minutes later, parking right about here. All of this caught on the Shell gas station security cameras. Now, they're not releasing that video yet, but we have learned from eyewitnesses what they say happened. When the deputy arrived, they say that he started looking for something to cover this woman up. It was chilly, about 50 degrees here. Investigators say she then told the deputy she was sexually assaulted nearby. We did see deputies cordon off an area with shoes and clothes about a quarter mile down Butterfield Road here at Gila Bend. And that's where this all starts to get really crazy. Because instead of the woman waiting for that blanket, she jumps into the driver's seat of the sheriff deputy's pickup seat and hits the gas. My brother say, hey, hey, the girl going to jump in the truck. But the guy, you don't, you don't hear so the, the girl jumped in the truck and let's go. As a, the cop tried to, tried to get the door open, but he ended up stumbling and 
and tripping. And the next thing I know, state troopers are going by with lights on, sirens going. Several agencies started trailing that MCSO truck heading east on I-8 using stop sticks about the time when she got to the I-10 interchange. Once she crashed there near Eloy, deputies say she wasn't cooperating and the authorities had to use a beanbag gun to subdue her before they got her to the hospital. She has uh, non-life-threatening injuries, we are told. And then the question is, is that what happened here that the deputy left his truck running? And is that MCSO policy? We'll talk all about that coming up at five. Back to you. So Lisa Luna started talking about what happened that day. And according to her, she doesn't remember a lot of it. So I'm going to read to you uh, a lot of the things that she said. And I just want you guys to remember, this was in January of 2017. She said, I remember, and I quote, I remember fainting a lot. I remember like a lot of yelling, commotion, like a lot of blurry in and out. It just got out of hand really quick. A lot of things went bad really quickly. That's all I remember, end quote. She then went on to explain, I remember my skin burning. She said, explaining what happened right before Deputy Francisco Campillo contacted her. She goes, I remember my skin burning like I couldn't, like I couldn't handle it. Like my skin was just on fire. I don't know if it was acid or what it was. Now, this is very important because... People that are possessed sometimes feel like burning sensation to where they have to take off their clothing. So why is that important? I have no idea, but it's very common in a lot of people that are possessed. Anison Anison Joseph, um, Austin Haroff, and Rudy Eugene all got naked before they started biting people's faces off. Now, what's interesting is that she took off her clothes and stole a police car. Now, why did she do that? She doesn't remember at all. But in her own words, she thinks she was possessed. Let me play that for you. It's the wild chase we couldn't make up if we tried. And tonight, even more twists behind this scene. The woman caught driving naked in a stolen deputy's truck, now telling a new story. ABC 15's Mary Ellen Resendez spoke with her behind bars. She joins us live at the Estrella Jail. And Mary Ellen, why did she agree to tell her story? A 31-year-old Lisa Luna says she wants the truth to be told. And that truth is not that she was raped like she first told deputies or that she was high on drugs like she said over the weekend. Instead, she says she was poisoned by a family member. And she'd been giving me stuff that had been making me feel really weird. I don't know what it was. A lot of weird things had been happening. I was seeing things. You know, I, I didn't know what it was she was giving me. 
Lisa Luna didn't say much before a Maricopa County judge, but when she spoke to reporters, she said her cousin had been putting poison in her food, and whatever it was had her tripping like never before. She recalls her skin burning the morning she stripped on the side of a Gila Bend road. But things get blurry when it comes to talking about the deputy that tried to help her and how she allegedly stole an MCSO pickup truck. Put me on another trip. And, um, like, I felt like I was, like, I want to say possessed. Like, I didn't have control. Like, I didn't, I didn't remember the whole ride until I had sobered up again. If anybody was hurt, you know what, I apologize. You know, I had, I had no control over what was going on. Um, I was under... I don't know what it was. Now, Luna did specifically apologize to that MCSO deputy saying that he is a good man. He tried to help her, even cover her. Now, as far as those claims of being poisoned, it was the first time that MCSO detectives have even heard them. They say they will be looking into them. We're live in Phoenix. Mary Ellen Resendez, ABC 15 News. Yeah, sounds like she's told a number of stories here. Thanks so much, Mary Ellen. So for me, these stories that the announcer so lightly projected there, he said that she has told so many different stories already. Well, when you become possessed, I don't think anybody realizes what that means or how that feels. There's no reference to this. There's no thinking, oh, I've gone through this before. That's what it was. It was possession. But here's the thing. So Lisa Luna had done drugs before. She did methamphetamines before, and that wasn't this. She would have known that it was methamphetamines that she was on. Whatever she was on, she couldn't describe it other than to say she was possessed, and she had been seeing things. We've heard these before. We've heard... All of these other people talk about seeing uh, spirits and demons and losing time and can't remember. So was she possessed? And if so, what demon was it? Well, before we get into that, because I found what demon it is, or at least what I believe demon did it. But before we get into that one, let's take a listen to this. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. And welcome back to The Demon Inside. Cell phone video shows a Chicago police officer on the ground waiting for an ambulance to arrive after he was run over by his own squad car when a woman stole it from him. It was horrific. It was, it's, it's sad what happened to the officer. Uh, the young lady, whoever she was, she was completely naked. Reuben Dunning saw the situation unfold from his apartment on the corner of Jackson Boulevard and Costner. He says the officer stopped to help the lady who was lying in the street. Well, he had got out the car and see what was going on with her because she was just completely naked. And she ran and took and jumped in his car and ran him over. The woman fled in the squad car on the Eisenhower Expressway. She ended up crashing into about five vehicles on Harrison and Damon. Nicholas Ramsey was on his way to work as a resident in the Rush emergency room when his car was hit. And then all of a sudden I just got hit by a, a police car. Um, the police car hit several cars and then stopped right in front of me. And then 
Out of the police car, I saw some woman jump out and run. Ramsey says the woman was tackled and taken into custody. As detectives worked the scene where the officer was injured, the woman's family showed up looking for answers. Her mother, who did not want to be identified, says her 34-year-old daughter called her several times early this morning asking for help. And she was saying, Mom, come and get me, please, 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 please. She said, I've been raped, and she said, I don't feel good. I feel like I've been drugged. And I said, where are you at? She said, I don't know, I don't know. After her arrest, the female suspect was taken to a hospital for a psychological evaluation. The officer was taken here to Strozier Hospital. He's been treated for a laceration to the head and injuries to his legs. At Strozier Hospital, Sarah Schulte, ABC7 Eyewitness News. This is a second one. This one comes from Chicago. This one is 34 years old, Whitney Temple. Whitney Temple was naked on the street. People had called 911 saying that she was shooting a gun into the air and she was naked. When the police arrived, she was laying on the street and when the officer got out to see how she was doing, she attacked him, jumped into the driver's seat, and drove away. Of course, later on, they caught up to her, and she was arrested. Her attorney says that she had been sexually assaulted. Now, remember, Lisa Ann Luna said she was sexually assaulted. So what would it feel like to be possessed? Would it feel like a sexual assault? You know, guys wouldn't know what a sexual assault means or feels when women, unfortunately, do. Was this a violation of their body? Is this the only way they could describe it? Because think about this. When you say you're possessed, people tend to look at you a little crazy. They don't really believe you. So for me, I believe both of these women were possessed by a demon named Amon. Now the demon Amon is a great and mighty Marquis, and the cometh abroad in the likeness of a wolf, having a serpent's tail, and vomiting flames of fire. So vomiting flames of fire... Could this be why the women felt hot? They felt like their skin was burning. This is the demon of life and reproduction. So why wouldn't he insert himself into women if he's the demon of life and reproduction? I mean, women are life and reproduction. So this demon it governs 40 infernal legions and the seventh spirit of the Goetia. Goetia was generally considered evil and a lesser key of Solomon, which is basically a book of spells to bring out evil entities, demons, things like that. So for me, this demon I'm on has jumped into these two separate women two separate times because this happened in 2022 and we're talking about a five year span 
from the 2017 incident with Lisa Luna. So was there others? Because in my experience, there's always more than one, two, or three. Wild pursuit caught on dash cam video, but what makes this pursuit eye-opening is not the chase, but what happens when the driver finally pulls over. 48-year-old woman behind the wheel, not wearing any clothes. She gets out of the truck and starts running at one of the pursuing Arkansas State Police officers. Fortunately, pretty easy to see she was unarmed. Another officer then tackles her. This happened uh, in late March. The woman's still in jail tonight, facing a long list of charges. So first off, I apologize for what the news anchor tried to make a joke of. None of this is funny to me. Uh, he was trying to be smart about it. Oh, she wasn't armed, and you could see because she was naked. But whether she was possessed or if she had a mental illness or something, I don't think making jokes or making light of it is particularly funny. I think it's quite rude. But it happened. This was in 2023. I don't have a lot of information because it just happened not too long ago. So there's three in the last, what, six years? Now, for me, this demon I'm on is jumping here and there and trying to create havoc and destroy lives. And what I found similarities in this was that First, they all said they were sexually assaulted. Then they thought it was drugs. They all stole a police vehicle. There's a lot of other videos out there about women that are naked stealing regular vehicles. These are police vehicles. It's so exact. And I found three. And I'm sure there's others. I'm sure there's a lot, because I've seen where it was a naked man uh, stealing a patrol car. When I first started this show, I did three. I did Rudy Eugene, Anison Joseph, and Austin Haroff. And each three of those, they were all two years apart. They all attacked people and ripped their faces off. And they were all naked. All three of them had no drugs in their system. And all three of them had started trying to find the Lord. Now, those cases were a little bit older than these. These are a little bit newer, so it's kind of hard to find exactly what happened because the news media only shows you what they want. And they show that... You know, the police car was stolen. It was a naked woman. But they don't show the after effects. Were they on drugs? Because I want to know that. Why was Lisa Luna uh, walking to California? I want to know that. Why was her clothes taken off a quarter of a mile? And where was her car? Why wasn't she driving? Was she really walking, hitchhiking? Because remember, Austin Haroff was running miles right before he became fully possessed. He had said that he felt like a wolf or a dog, half dog, half man, or a half horse, half man. 
So are these the same types of demons? Is this a separate demon completely? Because that demon actually came from the sea. It was a half monkey, half fish. This was a half wolf, half serpent. And also the three men had supernatural strength. Well, it took a beanbag to stop Lisa Luna from doing any more damage to anything or anyone. They don't really say what it took to get Whitney Temple down, but I'm assuming it took way more than one officer. And this last one, I mean, I would love more information, but... Obviously, the newscaster guy wants to make a joke of it rather than trying to actually find the truth. Because if we look for the truth in these three cases, we're going to find the demon inside. Remember this. One time is a fluke. Two times is a coincidence. And three times? Well, three times, that's a pattern. Thank you guys for listening to this week's Demon Inside. So remember, if you like this show or any of the other episodes, hit five stars. Let me know how I'm doing. And you can always find me on all the podcast platforms. Thanks for coming, guys. See you all next week. Don't forget to subscribe to The Demon Inside on Spotify, Anchor, or any other podcast directory or through our website, anchor.fm backslash The Demon Inside. A new episode of The Demon Inside comes out each Monday. Let us know what you think and join the conversation on our Demon Inside Facebook page and on Instagram. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join me next Monday for a new Demon Inside. If you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends. I'm John Venom. We'll see you next time, if I don't get possessed. The Demon Inside was created and written by James Porter. It's a production of Venomous Entertainment. Theme music, Demon Inside, is on the album Conjure One by Reese Fulber. Background music was created by Lucas Key.